Greetings, Quester, and welcome to the Quest Report with Matt and Richard. So on this episode of the Quest Report, we're going to be talking about Dark, Darker, Darkest from Queen Games. Yes, this is one that I got from the expo, and it was actually um, a second hand, and actually managed to get the Kickstarter edition, and so somebody has obviously backed it on Kickstarter, and... You're looking very nervous there, Richard, are you worried about these creeping up. zombies? Yeah, well, we're talking about zombies, and there's just something moving back <laughs> here, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's getting a little bit, I'm getting a little bit worried here, but anyway. <laughs> That's okay, while they're eating you, I'm going to be out that door. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got a few extra components with it being the Kickstarter edition. And the the name Dark Darker Darkest refers to the three difficulty levels that there are in this game. We played it on dark difficulty mm. and it killed us. Yeah. So, yeah, it, <laughs> slowly, it, slowly, slowly it killed us. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't do too bad. So, yeah, it is actually a cooperative game. And it was similar to... It was a nice change, I thought just for a while, from uh, Mansions of Madness, just because it's yeah. a little bit diff- different. But um, the scenario is that there's been a zombie apocalypse and we, the characters, have come upon this, um, come to this house where this professor lives. And he had something to do with, the, with it happening to begin with. So you build the house using these tiles and when you enter the house, you start exploring it and most of the game is to do with trying to search rooms mm. without making enough ro- enough noise that these zombies will come and get you. Because the they zombies, are attracted to noise. Yeah, the zombies spawn pretty much every round and they can be in quite large groups, can't they? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. there were six turning up at once. It's not fair. Yeah, so yeah, when you are searching you will kind of find equipment and that can help you um, not only in your actual struggle against the zombies, but it also helps you with the main objective, which is to get into the main laboratory of the house. Once you have collected certain types of equipment, each one will have a little symbol on it. And depending on what you have, you can open other locks Mm. in the house. And once you have enough of these code chips, you can put them on these circles in a way that will kind of match the tokens you've already put up here and it will open the door for our podcast listeners we'll we'll put a picture of that onto our instagram page so you can see what we mean it's the board with the uh seven little circles at the top and three large circles at the bottom and it's the seven little ones at the top that you've got to obtain isn't it and it's the three larger ones where you put your tokens on to show what you've collected to unlock those yeah so you can collect as many of these little tokens as you need there will be a specific combination of three that would unlock mm. the door but that's not to say that other combinations won't work yeah so you don't need to go absolutely everywhere in the house and find them all now there are zombies obviously in this game um with having the kickstarter uh, there are a few expansions with it that we mm. have so there are a few other types of enemies which are basically monsters that are a bit harder to defeat a lot of them are the professor's family yeah. <laughs> which have turned into more severe versions the professor's of daughter's one of them isn't she yeah and the professor himself mm. uh, professor mortimer i think it is and also there is a, a zombie dog which is pretty scary and that one it takes quite a lot to kill it um, basically it has a few different uh, body parts that you shoot to try and kill it um 
the other thing apart from zombies that is a threat in this game is also fire. Yeah. And now we're used to fire in Mansions of Madness, but that is kind of a sometimes thing mm. in Mansions, isn't it? With this, it seems to be happening all the time. There's always more yeah. fire going Yeah, it wasn't places. fortunate that it started quite early when we played mm. it. It doesn't it's necessarily determined by a dice there. roll, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's like a hazard dice, isn't there? That's got all these different terrifying symbols on it. Like, like a, a skull or directional patterns. Yeah, there's like a fire. bird thing that was a, a creature. If we'd rolled yeah. that, then one of the bad badges would come out. That didn't actually happen, but we did roll the fire quite early on. Now, if that hadn't happened, once we got about halfway through the game, because there's a, a darkness track that tracks the game, and there's, it goes up to uh, level 5, once it gets to level three, 3, if there's not a fire, then a fire will break out. Yeah. So... I mean, we could have only spent half the game without one anyway. Now, the character that I chose was the fireman anyway. So he did have a few skills that helped to put out the fire. It was a lot easier for him to be able to put out fire. Mm. Um, My character yeah. was like the mafia gangster, wasn't he? Uh, yes, he Jack. was. He had the handgun and he had like some skills to do yeah, with that. Yeah, I had a, a free attack that you started off with and then as I, I was... Uh, go, which I don't have to spend an action point because most of the things that you do in the game you're going to be spending an action point on so you have your little player board you have little cubes and you just move them across to show that you've spent a cube to do an action now one of those actions might be to move from one tile to another tile it might be that you spend those actions to do a search of your own tile which you do by uh, rolling a couple of dice and seeing what the results you get you uh, can spend those action points to put out a fire, you can spend them to attack zombies. Hmm. Now when you spend them to make an attack of zombies, you roll however many dice you get for that particular attack. So if it's a handgun it will tell you how many dice to roll etc. Um, and then you just remove however, however many successes you get on that dice roll, that's how many zombies you attack. So it's not just yes. one attack on one zombie, it can be multiple zombies. And yeah, so they appear in groups but you attack them in groups yeah. as well. So, yeah. and when I upgraded some of my character's skills, because you get some uh, little skills that you can buy at the bottom through experience points, and experience points are typically um, obtained by taking out zombies, I then spent those on things to improve my character's aim or to give me an extra dice to roll, and yeah. that also meant I could then do better against the zombies. So that was that was nice. Yeah, so you have these boards that are like the character sheets, don't you? And yeah. what you were just talking about, you kind of keep track on it on there. And I like I like that aspect of it. It, felt it shows a bit your more health and everything like. as well, doesn't it? When you're yeah, on there. yeah, you have these little cubes that you send across. So um, yeah, we've got quite. You had quite a lot of health, didn't we? Mm. So we didn't actually lose on health. No. Uh, we lost on time, basically, didn't we? We so, ran out of time. Yeah. So it seems like it is a very hard game. Mm. and But I quite like that because I feel like we could play it another time on the same difficulty level and just try and do it this time. Yeah. I have to admit, I for me, when we played it, mm. I felt like it was a quite a fun dice chucker. Mm. Um, I do think there are probably better dice chuckers out there. Yeah. Um, but I do generally like zombie games. And it was what was quite spooky about this as well. When we were playing this, the power went out in the house. Yeah, that did help, actually. <laughs> that yeah. really helped set a bit of a, a mood for it. So that was pretty cool. I mean, what wasn't so cool was that the power had gone out because my, one of my kids had flooded the bathroom and there was water pouring through the kitchen ceiling. That was not so cool. But that was a problem for after the game. That was, yeah. <laughs> we still managed to finish the game, albeit um, 
in a lot of darkness. But yeah. it was a, quite a good ambience, and I thought it was a very simple game to play. So I can in imagine the end it was yeah. Once we've got past learning the rules, yeah, I think once you uh, if, if if a player knows how to play this, they can teach this game very very quickly. Hmm. And I think this would be an excellent one if you had like uh, nephews or something like that. I can imagine if I'd got this game when I uh, got to play this game when I was 15, I would have been absolutely raving about it. It would have been the best thing in the world. Actually, thinking about it, yeah. It yeah. would seem so cool. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I loved it because my character was just basically wandering around taking out tons of zombies for yeah, most of the Yeah, you were game. definitely the fighter out of the group. And you were getting to places that maybe we couldn't because you could get through the fire. Yeah, I could walk through the fire <laughs> because I had skills in dealing with fire. So, yeah. yeah. So I I definitely enjoyed this. Mm. Uh, I would happily play this again. But I'm I do think that it'll be interesting to see what happens at more the higher difficulty levels. And also adding a few of the things that we have in the. Uh, Expansion. The expansions, that's it. Because we never started. got to see what the creature did. No, the creature didn't really come out in our game. But, um, yeah, I I felt I was having to concentrate quite a lot because I was the one that had kind of read the rules and was trying to teach it. I mean, you said it was quite easy to teach, but I think it is now, now that I've done it. Mm. But, yeah. The first I suppose anything, when you're first looking at a rule book and thinking, OK, I've got to learn this, I've got to teach this, it's always going to seem more complicated than it probably is. But that's yeah, because yeah, a lot that's of the time with games, I mean, for me personally, I can read a rule book, but it's when I've got all the components in front of me that I really sort of get to understand it and get to grips with it. Yeah, that's when you get to actually know what you're doing, really. Um, one thing about it is I really like the components, but I think some of them are a bit overly big. Like, yeah. there's this sheet that is the... Uh, action, no, well, that, I can't remember the action tile, something like that. It tracks basically what's happening in the game. Activity board. Because when your player does something, then the zombies get to react after they finish their turn. So this yeah. helps track that, tracks what stage of the round we're on, which round we're on, all those sorts of things. Yeah, it just seems like most of the table was taking up with these various things, like the, the code one, our character sheets. and Well, even our character thing. sheets, they were good, but they could easily have been smaller, couldn't they? Yes, yeah. So, um... But I do like all the kind of artwork on them. They do seem like uh, they are very in keeping with the theme, mm. I think. And it is nice to have things like that, this, rather than just having to kind of remember what's happening or there being something on the, the main board that you see um, to kind of keep, keep track mm. of things. Like, it's all in one place. And it makes it all quite easy to follow, so that was pretty good. But, yeah... Um, I had some of these, some of these extra things within the Kickstarter, like some nicer dice for the enemy dice. Got these like marbly, oh yeah, those see-through dice. Those were really nice. nice. I love the, I love the marbled effect on dice. Yeah, or frost and, and frosted uh, effect on, not yeah. on this game, but in general. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so um, there was that. Also in the, in the expansions, there are some different minis. Mm. So, I mean, the minis are quite simple and quite small. Um, but in the expansions there are some that are red and there are also some that are kind of see-through mm. and they look pretty cool and these are for like different types of enemies and I'd just be interested to see kind of what the different scenarios play like one thing that I was a little bit disappointed with about this game is that it's always the same scenario Yeah. so I feel like if we had completed it that time we wouldn't so much feel like having another go Whereas, um, 
you know, other games like uh, like in Mansions, we can always mm. try a different scenario. Whereas this is always going to be us going into the professor's house to try and find the cure mm. to the the zombie virus. We're just going to tweak the difficulty, add more monsters. Yeah. There is an expansion that has helipads on yeah. it as well. That seems pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it would be the same story. But like you were saying, like for for if young people were playing it, I think that find it pretty amazing i did enjoy this game and i think it would be interesting to play it again because i just love playing cooperative games mm. i think we work quite well together as a team i admit i did like it mm. um but and again when we played it i was kind of a bit more tired than usual um so mm. i struggled to understand the rules a little bit um so i do want to play it again i think it's something that, um that i'd like to kind of get into a little bit more. A bit like Mansions, when we first started Mansions, I struggled mm. a little bit mm. to understand what I was doing on what turn, um, but kind of really got into that in the end. So I would like to play it again. Yeah, okay. And another power cut. Yeah, and I like the dice, the dice are pretty. <laughs> the, dice are, <laughs> the dice are very nice in this I game. I think we're going to paint the minis at some point as well, aren't we? Well, we're going to paint all the minis in the world at some point, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> so there we are, that's our thoughts on Dark Dark Darkus. We all want to try it again. We all want to play it again. We're all a little bit unsure about the long-term replayability of the game because it's, as we are saying, it's the one scenario. But we're going to give it a try. And nothing lasts forever, so... <laughs> Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell, and keep thine axe sharp. <laughs>